Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Beltway Sniper. I'm Michelle Morello. D.C. schools changing its timeline on mandatory school vaccinations. This is Kyle Cooper. Why Virginia is tied to California's move to ban new fuel-dependent vehicles. We're learning more about what was in the heavily redacted affidavit to search former President Trump's Florida home. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. 14 of the 15 boxes recovered from former President Trump's Florida state early this year contained classified documents, many of them top secret, mixed in with miscellaneous papers, according to the FBI affidavit. Paragraph 47 of the heavily redacted document is particularly telling, according to CBS's Scott McFarland. Inside those 15 boxes, according to this newly unsealed affidavit, there were 184 unique documents bearing classification markings, including 60 Seven of them marked as confidential, 92 marked as secret, 25 marked as top secret. What's more, according to the affidavit, several of the documents contained what appeared to be the former president's handwritten notes. Former assistant U.S. attorney David Weinstein says even with this redacted affidavit. The more transparent this investigation is, the more likely people will not be able to cast doubt or aspersion on what the motives were. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell sent stocks tumbling by strongly hinting that the board is likely to keep raising interest rates to curb inflation. Michael Farr of Hightower Advisors. So with the price of money on the rise and the Federal Reserve telling us they're committed to increase the cost of money, they've got to bring stock prices lower. A fast-moving wildfire is prompting mandatory evacuations near the town of White Swan in central Washington. The Medicine Valley Road fire on the Yakima Indian Reservation started this afternoon and is being pushed by wind. A Texas oil company will pay millions after agreeing to plead guilty following an offshore pipeline leak near Los Angeles last year. CBS's Steve Futterman. It occurred last October. Tourists couldn't go to the beach. Ocean was damaged. It was horrible for everyone down here. An oil pipeline leak off the Southern California coast. People stayed away, impacting those who own businesses on the beach. Now Amplify Energy and two subsidiaries have agreed to a settlement. Huntington Beach business owners are happy. $13 million in fines requiring all kinds of conditions. The agreement also requires a new leak detection system. Steve Futterman, CBS News. NASA is going back to the moon initially without astronauts. The Artemis spacecraft is set to lift off Monday morning. CBS is Mark Strassman at the Kennedy Space Center. After launch, Artemis will rocket its crewless Orion capsule within 60 miles of the moon's surface. It will loop into a distant lunar orbit, reaching roughly 40,000 miles beyond the moon, the deepest space ever for a capsule that could carry humans. 42 days after liftoff, Orion will splash down in the Pacific Ocean. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24 7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 903 on this Friday, August 26, 78 degrees in the district. Good evening, I'm Jill.
Jenny Glick. Thanks for listening in. The top local story we're following at this hour, new tonight. The then 17-year-old convicted of taking part in the Beltway sniper killings wins an appeal of his sentence in Maryland. In a 4-3 ruling, the Maryland Court of Appeals found Lee Boyd Malvo's current sentence of multiple life terms without parole unconstitutional. New laws impacting the Eighth Amendment say such sentences are cruel and unusual punishment unless the juvenile is found to be incorrigible or hopelessly incapable of remorse and rehabilitation. As the sentencing judge in 2002 didn't make such statements about the teen, the appeals court ruled the circuit court should re-sentence Malvo. But even if he were to get a lighter sentence, it probably won't see him free in this lifetime. Malvo's already serving multiple life sentences in Virginia, and his Maryland sentence would begin after those are served. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. Police have ID'd the suspect wanted in connection to a fatal shooting in a Hyattsville food court mall on August 18th. Now they just need to find him. Prince George's County has officially charged 33-year-old Stephen Edward Jones of Washington, D.C. He's accused of killing 20-year-old Darian Herring of Hyattsville. Police say the shooting occurred after an argument between the two men at the mall at Prince George's. The Hyattsville man was pronounced dead at the food court. After shots rang out, a $25,000 reward is being offered for information leading to an arrest in this case. A tentative deal has been reached between union staff members at American University and the school, ending a week-long strike that coincided with the start of the fall semester. In a letter to the community, AU President Sylvia Matthews Burkwell thanked everyone involved for their patience and resilience. No details of the agreement have been made immediately available since the deal is not quite finalized. Union staffers had been striking since Monday, mainly over pay. They've been asking for raises totaling 9% over two years. Earlier today, a group of first-year students walked out of a convocation ceremony and joined union staffers on the picket line. The first day of fall classes for D.C. public schools quickly approaching. It's Monday, but today D.C. school officials are pushing back on that timeline for students to get required vaccines, including against COVID. Younger students grades pre-K through fifth grade have until October 11th, and older students grades 6 through 12 have until November 4th to get their regular vaccinations done or be asked not to come to school. All students now have until January 3rd to get a COVID vaccination. D.C. Deputy Mayor for Education Paul Kine. This is the best way we think we can ensure enforcement for the first time in years of our routine pediatric immunization, which is so critical to school health, uh, along with complying with uh, council legislation on COVID-19. About 28,000 D.C. students are not up to date on routine vaccinations. About 15% of students between 12 and 15 are not up to date with their COVID shots. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. This change applies to all D.C. public and charter schools. Well, California's decision to ban the sale of new gas-powered cars beginning in 2035 will also halt the sale of such vehicles in Virginia. That's due to a 2020 law linking the Commonwealth to the Western state's vehicle emission standards. In an email obtained by the Mercury the assistant attorney general concluded that Virginia is bound by California's decision because the state chose to be statutory and regulatorily aligned with California. In a statement earlier tonight, Governor Glenn Youngkin says he's working to prevent the law from being enforced in Virginia, saying California's out-of-touch laws have no place in our commonwealth. Stick around. Coming up after traffic and weather, what we're learning after the heavily redacted affidavit justifying the search on former President Trump's Florida home was made public. It's 9.07. That sound? That's flowers putting up a fight. Thousands of them 
at the Alzheimer's Association walk to end Alzheimer's, carried by people committed to the cause. It doesn't matter what obstacles are in their way. Just like flowers, our participants keep going, raising funds and awareness for a breakthrough in the fight against Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Now it's time to add your flower. Join us at alz.org slash walk. Your next success begins with University of Maryland Global Campus. For more than 75 years, UMGC has 